Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, my name is Charles Lee. And I'm Maureen Lee. And we would like to invite you and welcome you into the Turning Point. Amen. This Amen. Is Purpose Kingdom Network, and this is the 219th episode. episode. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We're so excited about the 219. Amen, amen. Y'all, to see, y'all don't realize, like, <laughs> it's funny, the 219th episode, and I said this before, people think we wasn't going to get past two. That's right. But we on right. 219th episode. That's right. God has so much more in store for Purpose Kingdom Network, people cannot begin to imagine. That's right, that's right. And it's just like you you can't count the sand on the beach. You can't count what God has in store for Purpose Kingdom Network. Amen, amen. Like the young people say, how you like me now? Hey, how you like me? How you like me now? All right. Amen. And our topic for tonight was, was something that, that came real swiftly. You know you, you know, how, you know how God works. came real swiftly. And the uh, subject title is, And Then There Were Two. I was telling my wife when it came to me that that almost sounded like a sermon, you know, and then mm-hmm. there were two. But I told her what that did, that, that that took me back to the beginning when man was made and then woman was made. Amen? Amen. But like I, like I tell my wife, you know, it's, it's a divine, I call it a divine intervention that God did in the, in, in the garden because we just, we, I don't, I don't know. Today, we, we can't, we can't even come close to living like that, because if we think about it, we had the first two people, humans, on the earth, and they just, they had everything, everything they, they, they ever needed, everything they ever wanted was right there, and it just, it just, it just messed up. They, they, they messed up, and, and we, we go through a lot of that today. But, you know, thank God for His grace and His mercy. Amen. That that covers us because you know it, it happened back then, and, and history just seems to repeat itself. Come Amen. On. Amen. Come on. But the thing is, is see, back then Satan Satan never showed up. If you think about it, you never even heard about Satan till Eve came. Power too. Amen. Come on. He wasn't threatened. He wasn't threatened by by Adam because you know Adam was doing what God told him to do, and. I guess the devil, maybe he, maybe he didn't let the devil peep into Adam's future at that time. Because, see, that's what gets us in a lot of trouble, especially when we live in our life for Christ. God will get, you know, he gets so happy about his children, and he's so proud of us that he'll tell the devil, come look at this, come look at this. I need Check, check this out, look at this. This is what they're going to become. What you see them now is not where they're going. They're on a journey, okay? So you think that, this is where 
curtain right here because, see, this is what's going to happen. And that's why we catch so much H-E-double-L. Come on. Because he finally showed what is coming up, what is going to be. Because, you know, my, my favorite saying I like to hear people say, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. Come on. Amen. And, and, and I'm not who who, who I, who I want to be in, 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 in jobs and in situations. But, see, we put so much emphasis on that. What we need to do is just praise the Lord every day, pass his word out, and everything will fall in place. Yes, yes. But getting back to what we're talking about as far as the power of two people, you really don't know how, how strong a marriage is until you both are living for Christ. Come on. Amen. When you both live for Christ, it seems like, you know, it's two sets of feet stepping on the devil's head, and that's why... Christian marriages are having so much trouble now. I got to a point in my life, and I was talking to Pastor Tori about this at one time, that if I go through a week without something going on or happening to me, something wrong, I done strayed from the, you know, my trail. I, I, I done strayed from, you know, the will of God because the devil is not, you know, he's not all-seeing, uh, all all-knowing, he's not omnipresent. But he has a week to work with me. Amen? He's right. not going to be on me every day because, you know, he, he, don't, he don't have that many imps out there. All right, you know, the angels definitely outnumber him, but he doesn't have that many imps. And see, they walking around. Okay, ain't nobody flying. Ain't nobody, you know, it's just not no, no, no angels. And so when he's messing with you today, I figure if he go two or three weeks, something is wrong. I, I, that's when I start checking myself. I got to go back and check myself. But like I was saying, Satan never, he never ever showed up until Eve did. And, and, and one cannot multiply. Adam could not multiply until Eve entered into his life. Amen? Amen. Speak on it, honey. And demons do not multiply or have bloodlines. That's a good thing. Demons are not omnipresent. Like I was saying, some days you, you don't even feel demonic activity, and you think everything is going good, but no. When you reach a certain level in Christ to where what the demons used to do to you don't bother you anymore, see, now the devil got to come at you in a different way. And see, that just messes his whole plan up because if you keep going through the same thing over, and this is this is something that, you know, like, like I tell people that the word is a two-edged sword, and it, it cut me just like it'll cut you. Amen? Amen. If you're doing something and you're going through the same situation. Now, you, you you got to hear this. If you're going through the same situation time and time and time again, that means that you're not learning nothing from it. You're not you're not putting God's word first before you to eliminate that situation. That's why, if you notice, I was talking to Pastor Tori and my wife last week about sometimes you're in church and you have that same person that keeps coming up every Sunday getting prayed for the same thing. That's because they haven't released it. See, the power the power of two is you in Christ. But going back to the marriage thing, a lot of people don't really understand because it, it, it says in Mark, let me look this up real quick here. It says in Mark 10 and 8, and they twine shall be one flesh, so they are now, there are no more two, and but they're one flesh. Now, let me break this down for you, the power of two. Most people look at a marriage as far as 
the husband and the wife, and they tell you they want to put Christ in your life. Amen? But it tells you right here how the two become one. Amen? And see, when God looks at a marriage, that, that's why, you know, I'm going to speak to the men for a good, a good two minutes right here to let them know. That's why it's so important for us to be the Christian head of our households. Amen? Amen. Be, because when when God looks at that marriage, anything that's going on, he sees one. Okay? Majority of the time, if he's in the gap where he's supposed to be, God really never sees his wife. So here we are again with the power of two. You got two, a husband and a wife that became one, and God is the second person. Again, the power of two. Amen? And to get back to to the demons we were talking about, when you feel that there's so much going on in your life, see, demons are assigned geographically. Amen? Amen. Might be here this week. Might be over in New York next week. They bounce around. So, see, when you it's going to be good days and bad days, even as a, a Christian couple. Come on. That's why we need to really buckle down and start to listen to each other. Amen? Because one thing one thing I found out, the power of two. And, and you know, and, uh, what's, what's the word about the, uh, the um, anatomy, body anatomy? Amen? Amen. The power of two, because we were we were born with two hands. All right. Amen? We were born with two arms. Yes. We were born with two legs. Come on. We were born with two feet and two eyes and two ears. Now, most people say, you know, they, they, they left out the ones, you know, the things that's one in your body. We were born with one tongue. <laughs> Honey, and tell them. Tell, can you remember remember what my dad told you about that one no, tongue? No, I'm saying it. No, no. We, <laughs> we were born with two ears, amen, so you can listen more. And that one tongue, because we don't need, we need to listen more than we talk. Amen? We talk too much. We talk too much. And when my dad told that to my wife, she started laughing because if you think about it, it's true. They got books out here about that tongue. It's called Hung by the Tongue. Amen. Amen? So, so we have to watch what we say because you can speak life and death into your your own life, amen. And a lot of people do that even before they even think about getting married because it's your environment. I I, I don't know. I told my wife sometimes it's the people that you be around that will really shape your future. That's why you got to watch who you hang around. Even as you're married, you ha- you still have to watch who you hang around because before I got before I got a little more mature in Christ. I used to tell my wife, and I used to think a lot that married people had a hard time being around single people. Remember, I used to tell you that. Yeah. And in some instances, that's true. Some instances, you have very, very mature single people that are heading toward a relationship, so they can really respect and see what you're going through. But you have some that that are so, and I don't want to say the word hating. But they, but 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 they are so entwined in themselves to where they can't see the union that you have, amen. And, they don't want to see them. And, and 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 we have to, you know, we have to realize a lot of our friends. We got a lot of single friends. We, I'm not saying all of our friends are married because I I be telling you, Phil, all our friends aren't married. But we have a lot of single friends. But usually when we talk to them a lot. And we said I had good conversations. A lot of them are, are in search. They're in search for a mate. But 
we we always tell them like we did before, and what we tell them, you can't you can't go looking for a mate because I told my wife I got a new model in 2017 about people looking for mates. A lot of women out there they're looking hard for a mate because they're tired of being alone. I understand that. Don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to belong somewhere. Amen. But women, you can want to belong. You can look for. But sometimes when you look, you find the wrong thing. And and and, and tell her tell them why. What's that? What's that thing we just said in 2017? Let's see if you remember. About don't make don't don't don't. You say so many things, honey. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you and say I remember. One one thing, thing one thing that I really really looked at and you know I read it and it was in in one of my books that I was reading and it said the women have to stop trying to make this man that they met a husband before God makes him a man. And see, that's where a lot of us, we fall short at because we're in, we're so wrapped up in getting married and getting the rings and we want matrimony and, you know, we're in love. But see, you, you are still looking in the face of a boy. Amen? Amen. Because especially, you know, and, and I, I figure I could talk on this just a little bit since I raised seven daughters. Amen? You You can't. And don't get me wrong, because there's a lot of there's a lot of women out there right now dealing with these type of men. A lot of them out there right now dealing with men that are still living with their mothers. Hello. They 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 still living with their mothers. Okay, but you know you looking at him and you know he's this fine frame of man and you know when you see him he make your knees buckle. But look at the whole picture. This man is in his thirties, might even be in his forties. And he's still living with his mother. Now, don't get me wrong. Growing up, my mother when my mother died, I was young, but I was a mama's boy. Amen. But <laughs> I know, can't. It's a difference between a mama's boy and a man looking for a woman to pee his mama. Uh, well, watch difference. it, watch it, watch it, watch because it. Because I'm glad I fell in love with a man that was a mama's boy, because he was gentle. Amen. He Amen. was nurturing. He was caring. He had enough to give me. Amen. And not throw his mother out every conversation. But but the crazy thing is, and, and I talk to so many people on my job about this, They, you know, and my, and my wife would tell me, she said, you know, you just have so many people and women coming talking to you about their business. The sad thing is they they talk to this guy, and we can't change people, people. You know, we, we try, but people got to realize when you start getting in your 30s and your 40s, it's certain things that are just set in your mind. You can change certain things as you groom and grow together, but when you get in your 30s and 40s and start in towards your 50s, if you if you haven't had a relationship, and, and I'm going to see if you remember when I told this to Pastor Toy the other day, my my recollection to a man, when you become a man, I haven't met a man yet that really knows how to handle a woman in a relationship unless he had his heart broke before. Let me let me say that again. I don't I don't really think a man steps into manhood until he has his heart broken at least once. Amen? Amen. Because now he, he's really getting smarter because he getting your heart broken is gonna really make you wise up. Because when you haphazardly out here and you're looking for the power too, you know. But but you're looking for it wrong. You 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 putting stuff in these women's heads, thinking that you're really sincere about becoming, you know, Mister So and So and taking her hand in marriage. But 
most of these guys out here, they playing. They players. But you know what else is funny? My brother, he used to tell me that he used to be a player way back from the Himalayas, baby. But when he had his daughter, that changed him and made him the man he was supposed to be for his daughter because he said he didn't want a man doing the same thing he did to other women mm-hmm. to his daughter. But see, but see, that's where, like you say, that's where that change comes. That in. change, yes. You know, and, and and I don't, you know, I can't really say it, it would be with a male, a male baby, but I know, I know that with a daughter, because I, being that I had all daughters, I tell men, like I was telling you about the man getting his heart broken. A lot of times, the woman that I was just referring to you about is their dad. Amen? Because each one of my daughters sooner or later broke my heart when they told me about their first kiss, when they told me about the guy he he wanted to take them out. And my daughters, we used to talk about everything. 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 And then the heartbreaking point comes in is when that guy just totally takes their whole mindset and they don't listen to you no more. Amen. Amen? And I know it's a lot of fathers out there if you're listening you, you can you can uh, really understand what I'm saying, and and you're listening to the turning point with Charles and Maureen Lee, and the number that you can call if you want to call in is 724-444-7444, ID code number 142658-POUND. If you want to listen in, you can touch one pound, but if you want to have a conversation, a question, it could be star eight. Amen? Amen. Then you can talk, but... Go ahead, honey. But you know what? And that is so funny that he said that because although they they don't mean, I think as a woman and as a girl, a daughter, I didn't mean to hurt my dad by just trying no, just that you didn't my know. own relationship. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to hurt know. my father. But, but what I did learn <laughs> through the time, my dad cried because he didn't like the choices I made at yes, the time. Yes, yes. So I did see hurt and fear in my mm-hmm. dad's eyes because he didn't want yep. me to go through hurt. And I ended up hurting him, mm-hmm. not listening. But but see, a lot of men need to let their daughters know how they feel mm-hmm. and stop. See, a lot of us men, we ball up. Yeah, you know, I don't like that guy she's talking to, and I'm not going to say nothing to her again. But you know what? It That's is so it's so much simpler. And you, did that, how did that happen? That happened for years, didn't it? Yeah, my dad See, stopped speaking to me. Now you lost years with your daughter. I feel that if you have that coming on you, amen, it's coming on you, and you need to get it off you because that's a burden you got to carry around for all these years. Now you don't want to be around them. You, you you hate the choice that she made. But you know what? Sometimes you have to let things play out, amen. As long as my daughter is not in danger. And as long as he's not putting his hands on her, because like I tell people, you know, I have a little Steve Harvey in me. God ain't finished with me yet. Okay, so we can't get into all that putting your hands on my daughters. But as long as you're sitting there and you're learning a lesson, because anything that you do and you don't learn from, it's a lesson not learned and it's wasted. It's time wasted. But you you have to go on and put your best foot forward and, and just feel that she made a good decision. But if we intervene all the time talking about this guy, how he's no good, he's this, he's that. After a while, you're going to sit up and you're going to find out that you and your daughter's relationship is separated. Amen. Amen. But you know what? It's funny because 
One day the girls, your kids, your sons are going to move out. Yeah, amen. And after you're going through having all these kids, to it just being the two of you. Amen. Now you got to get to know each other all over again. Because there's no, you know, when kids involved, it's you and the kids. But when they all leave home, like we have one leaving in October for college, the last one, I'm looking forward to date night. I'm looking forward to the one-on-one time with my husband. I'm looking forward to getting to know him again. Because it started off with the two of us. And then the children came. And now it's going back. Thank God to the two of us. Because when you're in a committed relationship right. with a man and a woman, with marriage, power of two. the power of two is great. And when God is the head of that, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing that's too hard for God. No matter what the arguments you go through, the, no matter what you go through, it's nothing too hard for God. Nothing. Amen. And if it's worth getting into, it should be worth staying in. It's, it's worth fighting for. Like, it's like, worth fighting for. It's worth fighting. But now, you know. women, are you being abused? That's something totally different because that's a choice you made. God's not going to give you no mess, and he don't bless mess. That's right. So if you jumped in with that man before he got cleaned him up, guess what? Sorry, boo. It was your fault. But it's never too late. For you to get out of a bad situation. Trust and believe. I don't want you to take this wrong and not say it. Stay there. No, I don't want you to ever think that. You could do good by yourself. Amen. Amen. And, and, and you know we got what, what, what y'all what you got to realize, and it's not just about women. What you got to realize when you get in a relationship, you got some bold people out there. They bold. And I I just recently had had a coworker come talk to me about. A relationship that she was in, she said she knew the guy like two, three days or maybe a week. She said, and Mr. Lee, he asked me to use my car. I said, he asked you what? <laughs> she said, he asked me, said, well, you know, I got to take care of some business, and, you know, I thought we was cool like that, and I need to use your car. And I looked at her, I said, well, how long did you know him? She said, I only knew him for, you know, a couple of days. See, when somebody when somebody start asking you stuff that somebody should ask you that you're in a relationship with, that you married, you're engaged, these people then jumped over everything else that they're supposed to be going through. That, like, like I say, I love I love old fashioned courting. Maybe I'm just old fashioned. I don't know. My wife said I get old fashioned sometimes, but I remember when I when I was in school in high school, you would you would go and you would go visit your girlfriend or whoever. And y'all was sitting in a little 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 living the room. Parlor. Little living room. We no parlor, wasn't that old? We would go we would go sit in the living room and mm. we would talk you, you know you know you know man, you know how we were back then. You would try to sneak your little kiss on the cheek or whatever. But no matter how long you stayed there, I never had to figure out when it was time to leave and I told my wife that. Because my girlfriend's dad would walk back and forth into the kitchen Clearing his throat, you know he ain't never had to look at time and say, you know, I think it's time for you to go. Because see, we were we were trained like that. When he made a couple passes back and forth, it was time to go. You know, I I, I can see it now. He, you know, and, and and he looked, and I think I think I had I had that girl until I finished high school. But 
the power of two, like I said, is so strong. Because my wife touched on it as far as when everybody is starting to leave the house. But the thing is about the power of two, when you're in a marriage for a while and now your nest is empty, that's why we're trying to trying to tell you now and explain to you now it's important to get close to each other now. Mm-hmm. You have to, my wife talked about the date night. We just slowed down on the date night. We still do it every so often. But the thing is, is if you never did it, when the nest gets empty, you're still never going to know how to do it. Amen. Amen. So, so see, right now, while you're still nursing them kids and they're going to school and you got the grandkids around, Take some me time for you and your partner. I don't think it can be, you know, you, you may be married to a male, female, and I'm talking to the females and the males. You got to take some time out. Because, see, this thing called relationships and marriage is an everyday thing. You just, everyday no, no, nobody I know has gotten this thing perfect yet and, and can throw their hands up and say, I know it all. Because if you do, we can't talk. Cause if see, you do, you're lying. Because I, like, I don't like a know it all. You can't. You know, when they come and tell me somebody's an expert, that means ain't nothing that you can tell me. Or if I give you something and you give me the facts on it and show me that it's not true, I'm supposed to argue you down because I'm the expert. See, so I would never tell nobody I'm an expert in no area because there's always something you can learn. I don't care how old you get and I don't care how young you are. Amen? So, like I said, this thing, the power to it is so strong that that, that we, we, we don't even really realize it. It gets to a point to where you you have to really take time out because the hustle and bustle of the world today with the jobs and running back and forth will take so much time away from you to before you know it, you're in your late 50s, your late 60s, and what have you accomplished? Amen? But I'd like to remind you again, we're uh, on the turning point. This is Purpose Kingdom Network. Amen? Amen? And you listen to Minister Charles and Maureen Lee. And that number again is 724-444-7444, ID code number 142-658-POUND. And if you want to listen, it's one pound. And if you want to join the conversation have a question, it's star eight. Amen? Now, I always encourage y'all to try to join the conversation and give us your viewpoint. We want to hear it. Amen, amen. But you know, and, and let's get back to that anatomy real quick. Let's jump. Let's jump in there because we talked about the things, the two things that were in the body, right, honey? Yep. Now let's talk about the one thing that you can't live without. Because if you lost an arm, can you still live? Yeah. Okay. If if you if they had to cut off your hand, will you still be able to live? Yep. Okay. But let's talk about the things, and see, these are the things that I say that are in us that, that are Christ-like, is our brains and our hearts. Because mm. the Bible Bible tells us that, you know, we, we should renew the mind. Mm. Amen? Daily. And it says daily. But the thing it says, too, about is that we suffer from a lack of knowledge. So with everything that we have, we just talked about, if, if I remove that brain out of your, out of your body, can't live. Same thing with a heart. Heart beats. If that heart stops beating, if I move, that's why you only have one of them. Amen? Amen. And see, that's why people need to know that when they say Christ is in you, Christ is the heart that beats for you every day. Amen? Amen. Without God in you, 
as far as the brain and the heart beating, any one of those organs, if it was removed from your body, you would be nothing. You, you'd be a shell. Yes, right. That's why Christ needs to be in our life, just like we said, the power of two. If you take one of these away, take Christ out your life, where you at? It's just like taking your brain out, taking your heart out because you're going to die. Mm-hmm. You spiritually die. That's right. Amen. People don't realize a spiritual death sometimes, and people look at it, it lasts so long and it hurts so bad because you have to get into this word every day. And like I said, listen listen to us because we're, we're telling you something that is good for us just as long as it's good for you. Amen. Spiritual food has to be fed every day for a healthy body and a healthy spirit. You can't just come in and pray once a day and then expect to go to church and get rejuvenated on Sunday. Amen? And you can't go out on Saturday night expecting to get up Sunday morning telling them I'm going to church because I'm getting rejuvenated and I feel better. This is an ongoing thing. And we this is something we preach to our kids every day. Because all of us are going to fall short. But if you keep God first in your life, which is, 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 is part, of the, part of the two, because remember, when you're a couple, you're seen by God as one. Amen. And one and one in anybody's math book is two, the power of two. You can accomplish anything. And my wife talked about the arguments that people go through and the, 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 um, you know, the disagreements that you go through. But you know what, if you sit down, like I told Pastor Tori, my wife, earlier in some sessions that my thing, I don't believe in, in, in New Year's resolutions, but my thing this year in 2017 is to get a closer walk with God. And to me, that is important. Yes, it has to be. That is very important for my walk to get closer, because as the walk gets closer, my living will get easier. Amen? Because, see... The decisions that I make, I'm not going to make none of them unless I run them past God. And if God tells me, not now, this is the wrong decision, because people always tell you, and it's a cliche, to follow your first mind, your first thought. Majority of the time, if you're a Christian and you're in your word, your first thought is something that's coming from God. But, see, we want to finagle it and move it around to where you know, it, it suits us at the time and situation. But it's so hard sometimes because I've done it. And I'm going to tell you, like I said, what I'm telling you, I'm telling myself, I've done it to where I know that this is what God is saying, amen, but I just want to twerk it a little bit. I want to tweak it to where, you know, it makes me comfortable. The majority of the time when God is telling you something to do, he's bringing you out your comfort zone, period. So... If what you're doing, and I want you to look at your situations that you're in and situations that you're going through. If what you're going through and you know deep down in your spirit and your heart that it's not right, it's not of God. Amen? It's not of God because God is not the, the author and finisher of no mess. So the power of two, like I said, everything I everything I do in life, in my marriage, I run past my wife. We talk We talk about this, we talk about that. That way I know I have her general input. Amen? So when I have her general input, and I don't do that because, you know, I'm, I'm not that type of man to where I do it because I want to come back and say if something goes wrong, well, you help me. 
and you said it was all right, and you agreed to it too. No, I do it because she's my helpmeet. Amen? So being my helpmeet, I need your input because, believe it or not, some of the best decisions I've made in my life is because I talked to my wife. It's not because I talked to my boy or talked to somebody on the job. Really, if you think about it, men and women, people on the outside, they may sound like they got your best interests at heart, but they really don't. Now, somebody that's in this thing with me, that if I make a wrong decision, it affects their lives too, they will give me a better answer. Amen. They won't sugarcoat it. Most people on the outside, and I, I learned this from a couple pastors and a couple bishops, they told me, you can't always tell and give people, you know, what you, what your, your dreams and your hopes, you can't always open your mouth about what's going on in your life. Because, see, half the time, God don't even want you to tell nobody. Amen? And I really want people to think about that because when you really start talking too much about what's going on in your life, even when God is blessing your family, I mean, you know, people need to hear it, but not with a boasting spirit. People need to hear what God is doing because they need to know that God is still alive. That's that's what let these naysayers know that God is still on the throne. I, I'm not I'm not looking in the future for no Red Sea to part. You know, and I'm not I'm not looking for nobody to be raised from the dead, but you have natural miracles around you every day. People that they say wouldn't walk again or walk in. People they say, you know, they may have their larynx worked on, say they never talk again, they're talking. Amen. People would sit have a faint heartbeat, and then, you know, you would come pray for them because the power of prayer is, is still here today, even like back then. The power of prayer is strong. But the thing is, we need to look at what's going on in the world today because at the power of two, we have to really unite with our mates because our kids are leaving the house. Like my wife said, we have our last one that's leaving. So what you instilled in them before they left is really something that they're going to look at when they go looking for a mate. Amen? You have a lot of women out here that were missing father figures in their life as they grew up. But the sad the sad thing about that is, it's somebody, somebody somewhere in your life that could really make a difference. Amen? I don't, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's your the pastor, your church. It, it might be you might be at school. It might it might be your, your coach on your on your uh, cheerleading team or your soccer team, your football team. But God will always put somebody in your path. Amen. He will put somebody in your path because we all, at certain times in our life, need direction. All of us. Sometimes more needed than others, but we need direction in our life. So, I, you know, I get, I kind of get hard on people when they, when they tell me that, you know, they never had no directions in their life, they never had a male in their life, they never had a female in their life. God is always sending you people, but a lot of times we are, we 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 neglecting these people, we we rejecting them. You may you may have a, a, a woman in the church that wants to sit down and talk to you, you know, because she hear you going through certain things. Come on. But when you get to a point to where you know it all, 
the, the word, like we said earlier, expert, when you know it all, you don't listen to them. And that might be somebody that God put in your life. Yeah. We have a caller on the line. Amen. Amen. Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello, caller. Amen. Amen. That's Rob. Did we drop the caller? Amen. Amen. But it's always, like I said, you, you, you're one person away from, from, from learning what you need to know, and you're one person away from, from growing and becoming to adult, a young lady, a young man. You know, so anything you need, is God usually sends it in the form of a person. Amen. Because I know I had, when I was growing up, I had a lot of mentors, and some of them didn't even know there was mentors. And I didn't know there was. There's people on the block, on the corners. But you know? you know how, it's funny how when God speaks to you, and I keep people ask me, but how do you know it's God? Mm-hmm. I said because it's a soft-spoken word, and it makes you feel a warmth. Like you ever go through something and your grandmother or your mother just whisper in your ear, mm-hmm. it's okay, baby. It's okay. And it's something that just, just comes over you like a relaxing type thing. And I know it's the Holy Spirit telling me or dealing with me, and I'm just supposed to be still and listen. Amen. And then a song comes on. I'm like, I was just thinking about that song, and it just happened to play. And I'm just grateful because that's how the Holy Spirit deals with me. I'm glad you said that, and he deals with you. A lot of people don't realize the Holy Spirit deals with us all differently. So we, we can't see for him to come in the same form and, That's and fashion. That's why I said me. Amen. But like I was telling you a little earlier, me and my wife, we get excited. Because when you feel demonic activity around you, Satan has just discovered the package that God is sending down to you. Amen. Amen. Because, see, what we don't realize, a package that was made especially for you, was just sent from the warehouse of heaven. Amen. Amen. Did the caller come back? Amen. Amen. And see, being as you're... you're yeah. All right. There we go. What's going on over there? What's up? What I'm talking about. Do y'all really be killing them or do y'all be killing me? Y'all just want to kick it. I'm trying to figure this one out. Cause y'all is a story to be told. I love it. Ow! <laughs> What's up with y'all, boy? Charles and my ring. I don't know. We just talking about talking about our Christ. And, hey, and I'm loving it, and I'm loving it because of the fact that when you talk about marriage and people sometimes don't want to get married no more because they see everybody when they get married. It, it could be a problem mm-hmm. because now this since it's a new age and a new era, people right. change. People turn into how you say it, criminals or criminal minded or they just don't give a darn. <laughs> or they just say or they just say, Wow, I didn't know that they existed before I got married or I wouldn't have got married and then you're like Right. Then why the heck did you get married? <laughs> if you worried about all the people that existed, 
or actually came in your face after you got married. Right. Hey, why'd you get married, dog? Well, what was that about? Oh, because you was lonely? Or because you just didn't want to be by yourself? Or you just saw an opportunity? Or they saw an opportunity to come up? Oh, my God. Watch that's not talk about about now. Watch it. <laughs> I'm telling you. So everybody out there that's listening, yo, man, listen to what Purpose Ken and Network doing. Because we, we definitely trying to make y'all understand, like, you might want to have, you might really want to get married because some of these people out here, they might be literally <laughs> miniature demons growing up. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> and when you find out after you get back that they Uh-oh. really are miniature demons, you were like, oh. <laughs> no, I ain't going to say that. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't you know, know, man. Half cooked, do you? Huh? Say so you don't eat meat when it's half cooked, do you? Man, shoot, no way, man. It's like the fish that saved Pittsburgh. And I, I'm not even in Pittsburgh. I'm Philly. It's crazy you. outside, man. I know, I know, bro. I and, know. and the devil always trying to kill and destroy. That's why people, you got to understand, the devil don't want you to get married because that means you're going to live happily ever after. <laughs> why do you want to live happily ever after when you can be a nut? You know what I'm saying? Now, remember, when you get married, you got to remember that it's hard to be happy ever after if you're used to doing everything by your dad going self, because that's how you did before you got married. Now you got to actually become his one. You got to share. And you mean share, you got to share and uh, share like. So make sure before you get married, you know that person. Come on, mind. come on. You got to know their mindset. You got to know, if they I do them. this, are they, they going to be mad at me? So do the things you want to do before you get married so you can understand how they feel when you do get married, so things don't change after you get married and you're doing the things now. Man, let me show up. You know what? That's why it's called counseling. Man. Shoot. Let somebody else talk, man, because I'm preaching. I don't want to preach because I ain't no preacher. Plus, we got another caller or anyway. <laughs> Love y'all. Kill it, kill it, kill it, because I'm listening. I'm right here. Amen. Bring it in. Next caller, please. Hi. He is the greatest, mighty, 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 full, powerful person. 
Amen. Next caller? <laughs> yes, he. Yep. <laughs> amen, amen. 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 Next caller. Hello. Hi, Charles Maureen. This is Antonia Betts. Antonia. Hey, Antonia, how you doing this evening? Oh, coming along. Thank you. Great, um, great. Good. It's good to hear you all talk on the subject, coming from two people who are married to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, mm-hmm, I did hear a lot of what you all said regarding the issue of marriage, single people, and things like that. And I've seen where maybe um, there's a lot of sensibility in um, stating some people's cases as being uh, just that, just something that needs to be considered when um, you sort of join forces with other people or people who are outside of the marriage. So, you know, I don't want to, like, you know, be the person to overstate my opinion. But um, I will say I do know somebody. He lives with his mother. He's in his 40s, and he didn't just get there yesterday uh, right. in his 40s. And um, i tell you something. His mother, she is a lovely person, and right. I can tell she would love for her son to get married one day. But one thing um, some people have to understand, right. when they say blood is thicker than water, uh, a, a wife, should also, I would, my opinion, to add to everything what you were saying, should respect the fact that maybe the man has family that, um, if she, and if they're not the type that'll try to uh, come between the marriage, um, right. that he should not forsaken his family. Who's to say he may never need blood or limbs or something that's compatible physically uh, from one of those members? But that shouldn't be the only reason, though. Um, right. And I tell you, it's she, that woman, uh, she's fairly up in age. She's, you know, on again, off again, not well. And she's very kind, and she's not a meddler. And right. I think, think it's such a beautiful relationship they have. Uh, and I'll say, if somebody ever marry him, uh, I'll tell you, they wouldn't mind having a mother-in-law like her. I'm not speaking for myself, of course, we're talking about. I know um, that's an awesome mother-in-law. I tell you, I and and she just had her first grandchild uh, by his brother, his uh, older brother, uh, slightly older brother, who uh, lived in California with his wife. Uh, as the first grandchild was when the mother turned ninety years old, mm-hmm. so uh, she she's happy about her. Um, mm-hmm. This guy, he's happy to have his niece. And um, he don't give me the impression that he may or may not have children uh, in the future. But I'm not going to tell a lie. That is such um, a delight to see those two um, be there for each other, especially while his mother is having wavering health. Mm-hmm. And if he can ever meet up with a mate that can um, really, if you want my opinion, uh, if, if, if his mate, or to ever, um, you know, hook up with him if he ever, you know, get blessed with one. Right. It will be a wonderful thing because I'll see that mother allowing herself to work things out. You know, you just got to make sure you have a good woman when you when you hook up too because, you know, Amen. unfortunately not all women make good wives or not all men make good husbands. And if come you on, can, you know, if you can all, you know, meld together, and right. you can't just say things thing harmonious, 
you can have mm-hmm. a really a really dynamite marriage. You know, yes. so right. I, I say God bless that situation, what's going on with him and his mother, and if they allow a, a, a good woman to come in, his mother will be more than welcoming. And I'm not saying that just because she's the one that will give uh, be highly opinionated. She's a good woman, and, and I, I'm sure she raised her son to be good just to make sure he's not only there for her, but definitely for the woman she hopes he's with in case, God forbid, anything happens to her. Or before, so thank you very much for hearing me out, and it's always good and to talk to you. Too. And thank You're you, Antonio. You're more than welcome, and thanks for sharing. Amen. And have a blessed night too. You too. Okay. You too. Okay. Why they need to come into church? You're so right. You're so right. 
Yeah, so um, so when, uh, when my husband get in his little mood or I get in my little mood, you know, I just smile and grin. Mm-hmm. So when we get behind that door, it's another story. <laughs> but that's you right. know what? Hey, but you people know don't what? need to know. You know, I mean, because men and wife, now, I, we had to grow to learn that, though, you know, as that's we got right. older. That's you know, right. It wasn't, no, no, it wasn't overnight. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I always have a prayer. Say, yeah, and I right? always have a prayer on my tongue, you know, like, Lord, just lead me to say the right thing so that he won't get upset and lead him to say the right thing to me, Lord, so that I won't get upset. You know, just got to have some type of understanding, you know, because it, it, it was a rocky road in the beginning. Because right. it was like a power struck thing. And then I had to realize, you know, God, mm-hmm. you, you made man. You know, you made man, me for man. So I have to calm right. down, you know. So, but um, I just thank God. And like I said, God has brought my husband and myself a very long way. And I, I, know, I, know. I, been there. I know. I thank God for PKN. I, I mean, Yes, it really changed my husband a whole lot. And thank God for you guys. And I just love your show. I love you guys. You're wonderful. Yeah, and, and we love you too. But you know what? It wasn't too much God had to change on y'all. You, you know, it, it was <laughs> it, it was just a little nudge. You know, every once in a while you got to push yeah. it. Get a little nudge because yeah. you, you, you look and you say, I just missed the last train. You know, and here it comes again. And they say, you're going to catch this one. Boom. Oh, oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I'm I'm on board on that one. I, I hear you, but I, I, I'm i there with you. And I, I just wish that, you know, me and my wife said that somebody would listen to our show one night that, that would really just make them think. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't want you to get overwhelmed and get saved that night, but I just, God God says that I can't change the way you live until I change the way you think. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Oh, yes, most definitely. most definitely. Amen. All right. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. It's a wonderful show, guys. Thank you, and you have a blessed night. You too. Amen, amen. Uh, Chappie, is it uh, time for the call of salvation? Yes, it is. I bless God for the two of you and for the way that God uses the both of you. And it's funny because I love to hear both of you bring the word separately, but I also love to hear the both of you bring the word together because as I've always said, you two are a perfect example of, and the two become one. Amen. That's me. You get to flowing in ministry. And it's funny because as you were talking about, and the and then there were two, and I couldn't help but to think about the fact that, like you said, Satan didn't get bothered until it was two Adama on the earth. Amen. When just the one in the garden, he really didn't care. No, he couldn't multiply. Two, when when two of them showed up, mm-hmm. and I so so I had to find out why. And what I found out was actually in Deuteronomy, and it says, "How should one chase a thousand? Two uh-huh. can put ten thousand to flight." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the key with it though. Except their rock had sold them, and the Lord had shut them up. Another mm-hmm. mm-hmm. word: when you are in relationship with God, come on, and the two of you walk together, especially as a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Yes, two friends can put 10,000 demons to flight. A brother and sister in Christ can put them to flight. But when it's a husband and a wife who have come together, that's why Satan tries so hard to destroy the family, the marriage unit, because he knows that if that unit is able to last, they can bring down the walls of the enemy. They can break yokes. They can have this free. So Mm -hmm. I I do have this word of advice for the married couples who are saved, even if only one of you are saved, because the word of God says that the saved spouse shall cover the unsaved spouse. Right. When you get in your arguments, with your spouse, because everybody goes through arguments, especially in the beginning of a marriage. That's right. And you're on your knees praying about it. And your spouse really may be the person that's wrong. Mm-hmm. I want you to change your prayer from God change them to God use me in this situation. That's right. Mm-hmm. So that you can get the glory. Mhm. And change us. And there you go, us. Because okay. remember, it's no longer a you or a him or a you or and a her. Right. The one. Amen. And if we if we pray that prayer more, mm-hmm. even even outside of of the marital unit, if we pray, Lord, fix me in this situation so that you can get the glory. Amen. How much more would God's word be going forth? And how much more would his spirit be spreading amongst the earth? Amen. But it says unless the rock, one, sold out the other people, Mm -hmm. that means that God turned his back on them. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord shut up their ability to overtake you because it ain't but two of you and it's 10,000 of them. That's right. So that's nothing but God from the rip. But you can't know that type of godly power if you are not connected to the godly source. Come on. And the way to get connected to the source is through Jesus Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes unto the Father except by me. Now, why was he able to make that claim? Because John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. John 1 and 14 says, and the Word became flesh. So God took on the form of man to Buy us back from the penalty, the grips, and the grafts of sin, which is death. And it's not that Jesus is separate from God or that Jesus is God's sidekick. That is just the name we called him while he tabernacled amongst us. Just as we call him Elohim, just as we call him Yah, just as we call him Jehovah, 
was just a name we called him in the flesh. So how do we connect? First you have to believe, then you have to accept, then you have to confess. We call it the back of the faith. You have to believe that God is who he says he is. You have to believe that he did what he said he did, that he wrapped himself up in the womb of a woman, allowed flesh to grow around him, came forth into this world, that he lived in this world, that he ministered amongst us for three years uh, during his lifetime in this realm of existence, that he laid his life down on the cross for the remission of our sins that he laid, was laid in the grave, and that on the third day he rose again from the grave. Some people like to say to you, oh, that's a fairy tale. If Jesus was real, where's his bones at? Well, that's the whole point of the fact that you can't find his bones because he got up. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, you can find the bones of everybody else because they didn't get up. Come on. Somebody said, well, if the first resurrection had taken place already, then how come there's still bones in the graves? How come we found King Tut and how come we can find? It didn't say that everybody got up in the first resurrection. It said that the dead in Christ shall rise. Your first fear and hint in that should be if you don't die in Christ, you're not getting up next time neither. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. So you have to accept them. Amen. Gift of God, which is Jesus Christ. And how do you do it? You just say, Father God, I come before you today. I know that I am a sinner. I know that I mess up. But I accept the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, into my life. And I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask you to change my life, to change the way that I think. I ask you to save my soul, to change my mind, and to renew my heart with your right spirit in me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said that prayer with me today, then you just have to confess it. Turn to somebody and say, hey, I just accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior today. Call someone on the phone. Send someone a text message. If you have no one you can tell, send me an email right here, purposekingdomnet at gmail.com. It's purposekingdomnet at gmail.com. We would love to pray with you and to pray for you. After that, according to God's word, once you confess it, you are saved. The next thing I always suggest is that you attempt to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But if for some reason you can't, then bless God. That is why Purpose Kingdom Network is here for you. Please join us tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. We will be broadcasting live from Star of Hope Baptist Church. Again, that's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Uh, the call number for that is 
three. I love that call number because when you look at it, it's actually John 316 backwards, 316-613. And for those who don't know, John 316 is for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. So we bless God for that. Join us again tomorrow morning at the 9 a.m. hour. Know that we love you with the love of Christ. We are praying for you and praying with you. Elder and Reverend, it is back in your hands. Amen. 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 I'd just like to leave you with, with these few little thoughts right here. That when God wants to bless you, he'll bring a person into your life. Amen. When he wants to bless you, he will bring you. Not he will find you or you will find him. He will bring you. Amen, amen. And it, it says in Genesis 3 and 20, but for Adam no suitable helper was found. Amen. Two twenty, mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. So the Lord caused the man to fall into a deep sleep, and while he was asleep, he took one of the man's ribs and closed up the place with flesh. Yes. Amen. I, I, that's, that's, that's hard to imagine. But I, I mean, he, he's the best doctor I know. Mm-hmm. So, but remember, remember that whenever it's a blessing that's coming in your life, a lot of people don't realize that it's always a person. And me, me and my wife, we look at it to where you be looking for things to happen. But people bless you. Amen? Uh, I just want to just thank God today for the word that he gave me and my wife. And I'm glad that he moved Charles and Maureen out of the way so his word can come forth. And we just want to let you know that the power of two is so important and so powerful. Amen? Amen. And we like to uh, invite you down to our church, which is Bethel Deliverance Ministries, which is on 5534 Pulaski Avenue on the second floor of the Pegasus Room. Our services start at 11 a.m. Amen? And on Tuesday at 6 p.m. we have prayer and we have Bible study. So we just want to leave you with this word that God loves you, and so, and so do, do we. And you know what? I just want y'all to really get a chance to call in next week with some questions. We're going to do like a um, you ask a question, and we answer it for you. So that way you'll know the relationship is supposed to be on one accord. And I want y'all, I, you know, that's my wish for y'all, my prayer for y'all that God do whatever he needs to do in your life and make your way straight and whatever you desire from God that he gives to you. Because I need y'all to know that his love is unconditional and everlasting. everlasting. No matter how much mess we pile up, he still loves us. No matter what direction we go in, he still loves us. No matter how many mistakes he do, he still loves us. And his love, I'll take his love any day.
because when he loves us, he loves us. It's not love me today, I messed up tomorrow, so I'm mad at you. He still loves us. And that's the kind of love I want y'all to find in yourself. When y'all look in the mirror, I want y'all to love yourself. Love on yourself. Tell yourself, I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. Amen. I'm more than a conqueror. I can do all things. Start getting those positive scriptures out. Put it on your mirror. Men, you can do the same thing. I'm going to be a man like my father. I'm going to take care of my my family like my father did. I'm going to love my wife, my girlfriend like my father did. Amen. And if you become, if you start conditioning yourself, letting yourself know these things, trust me, it's planting seeds in yourself. Then you can pat yourself on the back. And encourage yourself that Christ loves you through all your mess. He's just that wonderful. Again, we would love to thank y'all for listening and tuning in to the 219, 219th episode. episode. Amen. Amen. 219. They said it couldn't be done. 219. Pastor Toy. You know we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you, Brother Rob, we love you. Purpose Kingdom Network and all the shows, we love and support. Amen. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. And Mr. Lee, happy early Valentine's Day, baby. Love you. You too, all my heart. Amen. We out. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.